And welcome to the latest edition of No Cap. It's Soul. The boys are back. Abbas, the Panthers, they're flying. Flying high, mate, and we're not going to stop. And we go from the best team to the worst team. Tony, back the Broncos. Back to garbage, man. Can't defend Piss them again this week. What's going Piss on? Piss poor. That's probably the best two words we could have described them as. But um, Have they hit rock bottom? Did they you? have, yes. 59-0, 48-0 in, within what, a month? Yeah, and Seabold's still coach. I don't know. Hey, talk so about coaches. Come out firing, huh? There's been a big coaching circus the last couple of weeks. Let's go back to last week. Dean Pay sacked. Then this week, Cowboys sacking Paul Green. Yeah. And then Trent Barrett's going to the Bulldogs. And apparently Bennett's going to the Cowboys. And Green's going to go to the Broncos when they sack Seabold. What the hell is going on? I mean, it's your team. You could tell us about what's going on with the Broncos. Look, with this... Uh, so, they what? They gave Seabold... A mission to win That's five out of his next uh, ten look, games. They, uh, there's been 50 different messages coming out from there. I've got no clue, I'll be honest with you. Look, a, I feel like that's a stupid ultimatum, by the way. Of course it is. Like, how are you going to just disregard the rest of the season and just say, oh, if you win the next you five out of the next ten, you still win for next year? Look, I guess it's a low point from they're setting low <coughs> standards for them to win 50% of their games. But at the same time, at least they've got a sense of direction. Like, every week they were saying... Oh no, we're gonna stick with him. We're gonna stick with him. Um, depends what happens, this and that. But now we know if he doesn't win five games, then he's gone. What if they win? What if he wins four? Do you reckon they'll still? They'll kick him? him out. That's it. They've they've set the president that if they don't win fifty percent of their games, regardless how low that standard is, they have to get rid of him. But the CEO came out today again and said he's safe. He's gonna coach this year, next year, the rest of it. Like there's too many mixed messages again coming out of there. They're under pressure. That's the problem, right? That's yeah. You're right. That that's the thing. But that's my point about like they keep second guessing themselves about whether he's actually gonna stay or not, and he's gonna honor his contract again. At least they've said that five out of ten. And this, I think, this was the first week in his actual press conferences that he spoke about something other than the game plan and execution. All this, he actually caught him out for being non-resilient. So he's he's feeling the pressure. Finally, putting time. his foot down after what Finally. seven, eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, when are you gonna? When, when do you actually start? I mean, honestly, this bloke, he's come out with the same rhetoric, protecting the players, protecting the staff. He's, but he's not even blaming himself. <laughs> he's just blaming that the inexperienced. But he's the one who did that, remember? Yeah. I don't want to talk about Brisbane. I really don't want to talk about Brisbane. Look, if I'm just going to say that he's he sounded like a person who wants to be friends with his kind of like a staff member, right? Your staff members are not performing. You don't you don't be friends with them. There, you have to mm. hold, hold them responsible for what they're doing, right? And he's not doing. He he wasn't doing that for the last what's, what round is it? Ten. Yeah, the last ten rounds. So it's good that um he's starting to hold the players accountable. Um, whether the players are accountable is another question. Do you think the players just don't want to play for him at the moment? Because I mean, five out of ten. If it comes down to the last... Let me ask you a question, right? If it comes down to the last game of the round, or the year, sorry, and he's won four, mm. are, you th- are the players going to get up for that and try to win it for him, or are they going to be like, ah, let's get rid of this guy? I don't know. It's a <laughs> tough one, man, 10 weeks from now to, to judge that. But judging from what I've seen, it does look like they do want to play for him. No one's come out and said anything against him. Within that first 10 minutes that they did defend before Tigers did score their first try, they were trying... I even saw glimpses glimpses of Milford running out of dummy half, even trying to <laughs> do something more than I usual. I can't believe he's still trying to find something positive about this. No, team. But, but that's 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 that, what I'm saying. 
So they done well before they scored their first try. The second Tigers scored their first try. Heads down. Heads down. But that's that's they kids. stopped trying. That's under twelve stuff, man. Yeah, no, you can't defend that. That's but not in our level. They've got, got no. They've got no mental strength to counteract momentum at all. Like we said previously, as as soon as momentum goes against them, they just stop. They cut down their light speed. They're not as physical in defense. They're slow to react to everything. And just even execution in defense, like a couple of times the centers and the wingers just completely misread the play and let the winger go free. Concerning, but... Let's go to... Um, what about the Cowboys? You reckon it was disrespectful <coughs> the way they treated Paul Green behind the scenes? On the on the face value, they respected him. They apparently mutually parted ways, but this guy got him their first premiership. World Club Challenge, two Auckland Nines, two Grand Finals. He's done a lot for that team and for that club, right? I, I found it not... Not too disrespectful, to be honest, the way they did get rid of him because it sounded like we're that not sacking the guy, we just want change. <coughs> to be fair, he won that grand final with probably one of the best players to ever play the game, Jonathan Thurston. For me, it's just people try to look a lot into NRL as a respect sport and I don't see it like that because I could probably name with one hand the amount of coaches that have been successful for more than a decade. Everyone else has their spells of... You know, coaching, you know, coaching their team to a high, high level, and then dropping off for a few years and not coaching it to a high level, and then maybe, you know, resurrecting that coaching career again, and you know, getting into a few grand finals after that. But with Paul Green, did anyone ever rate him as a coach? Yeah, I did. I honestly did because what, what was what was his what would you say his special? He took the Cowboys was? to a grand final. He coached them without Jonathan first. <coughs> do you remember that? But that they run. still had they still had a great team with him. Okay Morgan, Morgan was on. They had uh, Gavin Cooper was playing good. It's similar team, I get it, but still, you lose the best player in the world at that time. Arguably, that's a big loss for anyone else, except the Cowboys. They made it. Plus, yeah, no. pl- plus this year, they didn't even get a chance to have Michael Morgan back in the team properly. You know what I mean? They didn't even wait for that. They didn't see out the year, so then you, make a decision. So you wouldn't, you wouldn't have got rid of him. Who's better? Who's who's out there is going to be better right now in this climate? Yeah, no, I don't know about during mid-season about getting someone better. They might have, they should have just continued out to the end and hope for improvements because I don't know who's going to come in at this point and help out with their situation. But, no, but to, to the Cowboys club club's defense, it's not again. It's not. It's not like they try to try to make it sound like they were sacking him for um, incompetency. It was more like. We just need a change in, change in direction. And they kind of discussed that with the coach. And he did agree on that, I guess. Something that Tony said to, uh, a few weeks ago on the podcast that convinced me was to not sack a coach because it's mid-season and who you're going to find better. That's kind of riding off the season. If a coach needs to go and he's not playing the way... I mean, it's going to affect sales at the end of the day. Like, If a new coach comes in, even an interim, interim coach... Look at, the, look at the coach that the Bulldogs brought this week. I know they lost, but that coach had Bulldogs playing... Somewhat better, a lot more interesting to watch than they were under yeah. Dean Pay, and it's the same squad. It's the same squad. Everyone's trying to give Dean Pay a pass by saying, "Oh, he's, he's not had a great squad, not had a great squad." I mean, I know they versed the Dragons, but he still did better than what Dean Pay has ever done. It's I just, feel. it's just he's a victim of his own success, right? Paul Green, he achieved so so much with that team. Like the next coach, stuffed, bro, because he can't do. He won't be able to reach those heights, honestly, unless they're willing to stay with him for a, for a while. Because they, they're pretty much at the start of their development again, right? They're a pretty young team. Like, Morgan's going to go soon. Taumalolo, I mean, he's the only he's the only guy I can see out of the veterans that'll be there 
in five years' time, obviously. Well, I, th- I, think, I think the Cowboys are going to head down that same road they, they were in before Thurston got them into the finals pitcher. I mean, everybody knew what Cowboys were. They weren't, they weren't really a dangerous team. They would have some years on and off, and they'd go through coaches and coaches and you know, different coaches after every couple of years. Unless they start making some big signings, and like I mean really big signings, to keep those Taumalolos and Gavin Cooper there, they're just going to fall back to what I think they, they were in probably the early 2000s. Does that include signing Bennett <coughs> as coach? Because he'll bring the big names going back up to Queensland. Has that been tossed up though? Yeah, it's been tossed up, yeah. How, how, how valid is it though? After Rabbitohs, he still wants to coach, he said. And is what? that, what, 2020? After, after uh, he can leave. So the thing is, there's been speculation that he wanted to get out of his contract right now, like as in by the end of this year, and let his assistant take over next year instead of doing the extra year with him. Initially, right. he was signed for two years. Then it became a three-year deal with Bennett. But apparently, if there's opportunity there, he, he, he'd be willing to go up. You know what I mean? So that could be a big, that'd be a big coup for them. I mean, he'd bring those big names, right? Who who has he bought at Broncos that weren't previously playing for him? For Bennett? I mean, sorry, uh, Rabbitohs that weren't previously, other than James Roberts, who did he Latrell bring? Latrell Mitchell. Is that, was that a Bennett thing or was that just Latrell wanted to play for Redfern? Like, you know, play for a team that was from Redfern? Still, he would, have had a, he would have had a say in it. He would have talked to him. I don't know. I feel like Bennett's off, not, not on his best form over the last five years. I think that's why Broncos let him go. I don't think they would have let go. Uh, they're not going any better. <laughs> no, they're not. They're not, but... <laughs> no, but yeah, we did speak about that, Solomon. They were in trouble before Seabold came in. Who, who, oh, stop who? Brisbane. We're not talking about Brisbane again. Hey, oh, no, 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 no. But you, say, wait, wait, you said they were in trouble. Yeah. All right, they lost that first week of the finals. That He was willing to take that squad. Everyone thought they were premiership uh, contender at the start of that year 2019. Was that not concerning, though, that they lost by 30 points to a team under him in the yeah, first I, round Yeah, I think what he's saying is there were that's signs a, of, of, of things Bennett. going wrong. Like, but that's a one-off. If you looked at the games just before that, they were beating top contenders. But, but I feel like a couple of games that year, they dropped a lot of games un-Brisbane-like. I feel like that was the start of the un-Brisbane run. But they finished like fifth. They were like they only came fifth because of points difference as well. Like it wasn't the worst Brisbane. Let's be honest. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's definitely worse now. But <laughs> you know, what I, mean? I did it, see glimpses. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, would you take Paul Green at the Broncos if they got rid of Seabold? Oh yeah, I think it would. Um, <clears throat> he knows how to build. Right it. now, it's pro- probably anyone's going to be. You could get anyone. You could coach him. Anyone? <laughs> Why don't you coach him? Anyone could be better than Seabold right now. But um, yeah, Green, like you said, two grand finals, one one. Um, I don't see how he wouldn't do a good job there. And James Hooper lied because the Bulldogs haven't announced Trent Barrett. It's your fault for listening to him. All right. He gave me the scoop yesterday and he said in the next 24 hours it was going to be announced. It's been announced by everyone but the Bulldogs. I don't know. I honestly don't know. I think it's done, right? I think um, the fact that Barrett is coming next year, I think that's much better. I think it would not help him or the Bulldogs at all if he'd come this year um, because Bulldogs are in such a bad uh, state right now that you know if he played the rest if he coached the rest of the season and he didn't start getting results I'm, I'm sure that he'd they'd improve under him but if they if he still didn't get results you're just going to get a lot of the fans going against you I think the fact that if he starts in 2021 he gets a whole preseason ahead of him uh, he gets to sign some players or some hopefully he gets to sign um, I mean what's the deal with that does he does he speak to them now if he's signed that's what I mean how does it work and w- what's this whole thing about oh he's not allowed to poach Panthers players that's rubbish just to clarify <laughs> he's coming in at the end of the year 
he's, so he's, he's still he's serving staying Penrith. Penrith this year. Okay, so George Isles is staying as yeah assistant. for the rest of the year. But like that's that's how does that work? They signed Kotrick without a coach. It's probably part apparently. of the contract. Um, as in the Penrith not poaching Penrith players is probably part of the contract that he that's, agreed. That's rubbish, but yeah, you can't poach Penrith players. What if they want to come play for him and they got an opportunity at first grade? I'm talking about the young guys, Charlie Staines, yeah, Matt um, Burden, those kinds of players. Yeah, well, I'm sure there's probably like a, a fine line between. I mean, like if there's just players that are not you know, getting a first grade run, I'm sure he's allowed to go after them, but I don't think he's going to be able to poach players like Brian. That pa- especially that. under contract. But that well. was the issue, right? So, like, back in 2015, when Trent Barrett agreed to go to Manly, he stayed with, or he wanted to stay with Penrith, and then him and Ivan clashed because he was taking Uppy with him, he was taking some other boys with him, like, from other teams. Like, he was doing Manly deals while still at Penrith, which was mm. wrong, right? Morally. <coughs> but then how is he supposed to set up for next year if he's on? You know what I'm trying to say? It doesn't usually work. Ivan yeah. said they're older, they're wiser, they're not going to get involved in that rubbish. But anyway, let's see what happens there. Let's move on to the real deal, the Panthers. Your Panthers. Top of the table. I said it before, I'm going to say it again. Big wins over the Roosters and Storm. Something that Para hasn't done, all right? Because you're a Para lover. <laughs> All right, we all know you that. You just make me sound like I'm a paralyzer. Listen, bro, this, this is a I'm, fact. I'm, I'm Facts. Still a Leading the comp at the Honestly, halfway point. I've never, I've never seen a time where Parramatta does something right and Tony does not message us on WhatsApp <laughs> saying, see, I told you. So. <laughs> um, but look. They're the real deal, yes? Look, it's... it's well, I'm like, asking you. Well, no, no, no. Honest, well, honestly, are they playing well? Yes. But go back a month ago, we thought Roosters were indestructible. They've lost twice since that since the last time we spoke, and it's all about consistency. I mean, even Roosters are not consistent right now. You got teams like Roosters not consistent. So what what makes we what makes you think that Penrith, uh, even though they have been consistent right now, what makes you think they can be consistent? For, if they can be consistent for the rest of the year, if they stay first at the end of the year, to the end of the year, they are favourites. I think they got stronger depth than a lot of teams. I think I can rely on their depth to come in and in put certain in, areas put in a performance. Yeah. Fullback. I mean, that's right, the only question. Yeah, that is the only I, question I stu- for them. I still don't know why Crichton isn't at fullback right now. I mean, yep. Aikens. Uh, oh. He's given him one more opportunity against. So we'll talk about the Tigers game later on. But Penrith, they're the real deal. Yes. What do you mean by real deal? Though? <laughs> he did a question he's, about he's Parramatta, doing, he's, he's doing but he's doing what, what do you mean by real deal? Though, let's, are let's they premiership contenders? Can they win the competition? Yeah, them with, along with another f- three or four teams. Yes, like? I agree. <laughs> Roosters, Melbourne. Parramatta. Knights are slowly. Do you not find what happened to Parramatta on the weekend concerning? Losing to an understrength manly uh, team that had three of their spine missing. Well, Parramatta had Mitchell Moses you, missing, Madison missing. Madison and Ferguson. They're three. Whoa, big whoa, whoa stop, stop, stop. That's a forward and a winger. Who cares? I'm talking about the spine. Nah, Madison is. Is the spine not the most on. important part of the team? It is, but to, okay. it was, um, to, to be honest, I don't Madison's think... Madison's in their top three They were missing players. Adam Fanua-Blake, and he's the best to, forward. To be honest, I don't think I don't think Parramatta's main thing is their spine. I think their forwards is what wins the most. Because Junior Polo is probably the best player at Parramatta right he now. He played. He is ridiculous. The amount of offloads, you cannot wrap him up. And a lot of their success comes off those offloads. That's how they get those quick play the balls, getting teams on the back foot. And a lot of Parramatta... If you had, if you had told me... Rewind the week. If you had told me um, Parramatta versus Manly, uh, Manly full strength, I would have said Manly would beat them just because Manly had the forward pack. But because Manly didn't have their spine, I didn't, I didn't give them a chance. And honestly, even though they didn't have their spine, I think Manly's forward pack dominated. 
Parramatta. Yeah, but that's the reason that's why. The sa- it's the same Manly team. They got smashed the week before by St. George. They got smashed the week before that by Sharks, I think. And they came up against the competition leaders who were missing, I guess, key players, but they really had lost Moses for how many weeks now? You know what I mean? So Look, surely, I, surely they could have beaten them. I'd be more concerned if they were at their best and they lost to Manly, but they clearly weren't. They did lose it. They did. They, they were at their best? Yeah, they did. They lost. The NRL came out, remember? They said it wasn't a full pass. Remember? What's, what are you talking about? We're talking about this week. Oh, I'm talking about the other game they played. You're talking, talking about, about when they're on full strength. Yeah, I, don't, I don't live in the past, but... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so, oh, so you were great, but Matt is in trouble. No, I don't. Uh, they'd be in trouble if they tried their best and they lost, but they were off completely like that. The first couple tries they let in was very uncharacteristic of the Eels. Like, the way they defended just let... So, no credit to Manly there. No, no. Manly turned up to play and they That's won it. the game. So, they put them off. They out-enthused Parramatta. But that's that's like what I'm trying to say. The injuries that Parramatta had, away game, not making up excuses. It's just one of those away games that a team has, a one-off. But it's not a one-off. That no, nothing goes... I mean, like, let's be way. honest. If Knights were 20% better two weeks ago, they would have beat Parramatta Knights. And Parramatta, that was probably the worst game of football I've seen in my life. No, no, Knights, Parramatta. They played I, poor. I, I think Parra, Parra played poor there. Are you going to give credit No, Parra Knights there? played poor too. Not in attack, yeah. Knights, no, both I wouldn't give them. credit to Parry in attack. I think in defence, they, they just put Newcastle off. I think if it was any other team besides Melbourne or Roosters, I think Knights would have came triumphant over the over them. But credit to Parry for that defence. But, say what, I, um, but, but say, say, say what I'm trying to say. Parramatta, when they lose a few players, it's trouble stations. It yeah? is, yeah. But other teams like Manly, like a Penrith, like, uh, like a Roosters, like a station. Storm, but they could lose players and they got players ready to go. For me, they're better equipped. I feel like they're better equipped if there's if there's trouble there. They can still manage a win. They can somehow get coached to a win because of who they because of who they got up the top. I think the only team this year that has proven that with injuries they can still get results is Roosters and Penrith at the moment. They're the ones that have been Manly. hit with Manly as well. I mean, uh, they can get one every four weeks. But mainly, but we, show, we saw him mainly last year. I'm saying that, that's another yeah, last year. Yeah. That's the power of the coach. Des is bringing out the best in these, in these players. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So they're capable. I just don't say Parramatta. So that's why I'm saying it's a concern because. Oh, it is a concern. In seriousness, if, develop, if Parramatta. Yeah, if they develop a lot of injuries, I don't know if they can, how far they can actually go. That's what I'm saying. I don't know. Just watching them, it feels like they're a heavyweight team. It feels like they're. Well, they get everyone back. Feel, they're gonna get everyone feel like back. They're right? the underdog anymore. That's the difference between this year and last year. It just doesn't feel I, like I get they're it. the underdog. But they, they're going to get everyone back this week. Maybe underdone, I don't know, against the Tigers side. We're going to talk about it later on. It's going to be a good match. Great match. And the man of the moment in that match, let's be fair, is Mr. Harry Grant. <laughs> Top of the Dally M board. I still don't even know what he looks like. You know? He could be the best player in the game <laughs> right now. He could be playing Origin at the end of the year. He's had a great start to the season. Surely he's going to give him credit now. If Surely. you're going to drop Harry Grant as the best player in the game, I'm going to start Possibly, this conversation. Possibly, I said. Hey, listen. He's top of the table, man. How many points clear so is why he? Didn't you, so why didn't you bring this topic up when Gotha was leading the Dalian? Uh, I don't believe in Gotha. <laughs> Say, I told you he'd drop off. Told you. I made a bold prediction, remember? I said he wouldn't win it. W- would you put him as Queensland hooker? I'm not a Queenslander, would you? I'd go with Ben Hunt. He's been, uh, he's been <laughs> killing a hooker, to be honest. No, but I'm saying like... It, Let's be realistic. I know he's not the best player in the game. He's had a great start. He's been a big influence for the Tigers, right? No, you could argue he's the most informed player right now. Yeah, but if he was in this form again, to go back to it, if he's in this form later on in the year, they make the finals, maybe get get out first week. 
Surely he'd consider him for Origin. Well, who's who's halfback for Origin? Who's halfback on five eight four in Queensland? Munster, Cherry Evans. Yeah. So, if I was uh, Ke- if I was Kevin Walters, I'd probably put Ben Hunt as hooker just in case you get an injury. You got a halfback there too. Probably probably have Harry Grant on the bench. I say I'd flip it. I think Ben Hunt could go to the bench, and he could cover anything. Right? He could cover Harry. Probably he'd get tired and jump in there. Or if there was an injury, like you said, he'd be perfect bench player, but perfect utility player, right? At at the very least, he's in the he's in the squad, I guess. In the it's crazy ten games in men squad. Ten games in, he's is. doing that. Yeah, but there's not much to pick from other than um, Reid Marnie. Oh, that, that's the matchup: Reid Marnie versus uh, what do you call it? Uh, Harry Grant. Grant. I don't yes. even know his name anymore. That's Ben. <laughs> HG. HG. Um, so yes, you'd consider him for Origin. hundred percent. He's already in talks. I'm sure he'll he'll be making the squad at the very least. All right. Look, we're gonna start the preview now. All right. But we're going to go through the uh, games, and then each team, I'm going to ask for a grade, all right? Okay. For the season, you mean? It's for halfway, for the halfway point of the season. Is this like a, um, a B, C? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. That's it. First game, it's going to be match of the round for me. I will say, let's do it off the bat, Eels-Tigers, Thursday night. It's a big game for both teams. More, probably going to be more, um, more gritty. Yeah, especially with Madison, apparently said to Maguire, you'll never win a grand final. So mm. that's pretty poor from him. Apparently he didn't say it, but who knows. I'm going to give you Parramatta, all right? Give me a grade for them so far. A. Not an A+. Plus? A, no. A. Okay, I'm any okay. reason? I'm just, I've got high standards, you know. I don't know if I'm going to rate any team at A+, plus at this point. Um, no, you can't rate. I don't think we can rate anyone A+. Plus. Anything anything <laughs> particular? I just feel like they're not the the underdogs anymore compared to last year. One off game on the weekend, couple injuries, night out in Manly, wet weather, poor, poor defence. Um, Arthur's got high standards as well. I think he'll set them straight for this week, and I'm expecting 13-plus over the Tigers. Thoughts? 13 plus. 13 plus at Bankwest, yes. Bold prediction. Okay, fair um, enough. Tigers, great for them. I probably got a B minus. Yeah. They're a team that, to be honest, COVID really just stuffed the whole season up in regards to how we thought a team was going to start the year because I can't remember how we thought they were going to start the year. But after COVID, we kind of we kind of expected Tigers to play a bit more exciting and they, they didn't do much for the first what month after COVID. And then it wasn't until recently, I think it was a game before the Penrith game, where they started to, you know... I think it was the Bulldogs. Yeah, they started to look a bit more, you know, resilient. Uh, it wasn't a team that you could just, you know... Over the years, Tigers were a team that they, they'd show up one, one out of every six games, and that one game they'd put a, a good effort in. I think now they're, they're much more resilient. and they're, 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 they're causing a lot more trouble for a lot of teams. Credit to Maguire as well for calling them out on hey, that. He kicked them up the backside. He he he's the one. He, yeah, he's we're the one not he that goes. team anymore. That's um, the underdog team. That's no excuses for that. The usual. He wants to be a heavyweight team. So, and he mixes it up. He doesn't care. He had Reynolds and Brooks, sacked them, and he put Marshall and Walters back in. Yeah. He's still getting a, a strong reaction. Like, everyone wants to play for him. What are you laughing for? Um, you like Walters? Huh? <laughs> <laughs> on your son. <laughs> Cowboys. Did you end up finding the video footage of Yeah, that? I did. Yeah. What did he say? <laughs> he tried to be professional. Guys. Walters, look at him go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Friday night six. Cowboys. Wait, so are we going to tip? Who are we going to think we're going to Oh, win? yeah. He said 13 plus. Uh, Eels. I'm not going to give you a winner. I'm just going to say golden point. Actually, you know what? Golden point. I think Gutho to slot the field goal. <laughs> 
Good old Gutho. Uh, oh, Leilu was not back, is he, Joey? Nah. Yeah, I'm going to go para just. Uh, I don't think they'll smash him. I think you're hoping for uh, a big reaction. You're not they'll definitely get it. turn that around, though, at the very least. You know, I don't know. Look, Cowboys, Seagulls, Friday night, 6 p.m. Cowboys, I'll give them a D. I think everyone thought they'd make the eight. They'd be a bit more exciting. They've been hampered by injuries. But the season, uh, I don't know. I just feel like they're still missing. They still look a bit old. The younger players now are showing up a bit. Yeah. But it's a long way back for them. I think, yeah, they they don't really have much hope there for the oh. rest of the season. Oh, I agree with your rating. I, I think they'll actually win on Friday against Manly because they did have a good game last week. They almost yeah. toppled Penrith. And it's at home. It's at home also. Uh, yeah, expecting them to, especially with Manly's depth again, I know they played good last week, but how week in, week out, how, how long can they actually maintain that for? Adam Fennell, That's the question. Adam Fennell Blake is back. Is yeah. he going though? But I thought he'd nah, he'd he's take cleared. the shot. He's cleared. So he, he took it? He'll be there. Oh, I don't know if he took it, but he's cleared. <coughs> Seagulls, you get the grade. What do you give him so far? B minus. Just because the injuries they have, the little depth they have, they're still doing pretty pretty decent, I guess. Um, Could have beat Eels twice this year as well. So, um, yeah, B minus for me. I think Manly will win, by the way. Sorry, Manly? Mm. Cowboys? Cowboys. Cowboys. Broncos Storm 7.55. Broncos. Yeah. <laughs> we have to. It's, it's going to be. Go, to go, man, go. F? I'm going to go with Brisbane for this one to win the game. No, <laughs> 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 no. Nah, nah, uh, even I'm the cameraman's laughing. We're going to tell uh, to take nah, out that The mic. grade, I'm going to have to give him an F. 100% just based on potential um, the juniors that they raise should be similar to what Penrith's doing right now they should be at Penrith's level probably even better with the, the money the success they do have in general so I would give them an F um, f- like I said before 59 nil, 48 nil. all these thrashings lost the Titans by 18 points at their own home ground I'd can't have to agree F can't defend yeah. F. Just, but yeah just based on potential this week in terms of the game I'm expecting an improvement in resilience. 40-0. 40, nil. 40 Storm. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I'm going to go something like 36-10. to 10. I don't try hard, but Melbourne will be is, too classy. Is, 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 this, is this because you're a fan or do you think they want to play for Seabolt? Like I said. Because I don't, I don't expect them to be resilient. If, if, if they... The way that they're playing... Like I saw, I saw the GOAT talk after the game, Payne Haas. And, oh, the GOAT. And Legend. He... It's feel bad for him. It's weird. I, I feel bad for him, but the way he was talking, it didn't sound like they just got pumped. It sounded like... It sounds like they don't care. It sounds it like... It just doesn't yeah. impact them as much yeah, mentally. it doesn't. It, it's, it's like... They're numb to it. They're a bit numb to it now. But it, it's, it's not just the coach's job that's on the line. It's their job on the line too. Like, he's he's making changes. Yeah, but it is easier to sack a coach than 20 sack players. players. Yeah. Right? You're not, you can't even sack a player. If a player's got a four-year deal, uh, have you ever heard somebody let somebody go on without it being on mutual terms? It's rare. It can happen, but it's very... Like, you're not going to do it to 20 players. That's my mm. point. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? Uh, Storm, grade. B+. Plus. I expected more from them, to be honest. They have showed... I mean... They are still contenders, hundred percent. But there's been performances throughout the year that you're just like that's unstorm-like. If they had won those games, I would have given them an A minus, because even the way that they're playing, other than those terrible teams like the Titans and all that, they are not really as clinical as they have been in the last years. And 
I, th- I guess it's because of the players that they've lost over the last couple of years. It's been hard for them. But um, yeah, I'll probably give them a B plus. But I think they're going to win uh, thirty plus against Broncos at uh, least. Um, yeah, Storm easily thirteen plus. Would you guys agree on the B plus though? Yeah, yeah, I agree. Yeah. Uh look. Agreed. I, even I, I'd probably even consider an A because. Every year they did miss Munster. Critics a bit. do seem to write them off, and they still they yeah. still perform. Well, we always say that, right? You always look for <laughs> well, yeah, something. You, you, you always look for something for them not to make it. You know they're gonna make it. Yeah. yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. I go by my expectation. My expectation every year is Melbourne are gonna be there. So I always think they're gonna they're gonna somehow march their way into the finals. Oh yeah, just quickly, they finally changed it up. Anthony <laughs> Milford's at the back, so congratulations. They finally sacked him from five eight. <laughs> They put kids, Tom um, Dearden. Why would you put Tom Dearden in now? The young kid, just to... He's going to play bad and then say, well, like, say he's not good. So dumb. It's, it's a weird conversation. Uh, combination to next, have we'll, we'll Croft talk about, and Dearden. But talk about it next Yeah, we'll week. talk about it uh, next year. Next year. <laughs> <laughs> Warriors Roosters, Saturday, 3pm. Warriors, my grade for them, D+. Honestly. Um, I know it's tough for them to come out here with no family and and, you know, sacrifice a lot to get the competition going. But surely that was something that would bring this team together instead of pull them apart. Half the team wants to go home now. The, no one seems... Everyone kind of gave up on the season, especially when Stephen Kearney got sacked. I really expected more because the travel was always an issue, yeah. right? So I'm like... This year they didn't have to go overseas every week. They didn't have that issue. They had a set home ground in the Central every, Coast. And I just, again, I expected a bit more from them. Um, what did you give them? D plus. Yeah, probably agree with that. I, I, I don't yeah. know about the um the travel aspect because I know tra- I know travel is a big issue. All right, it does stuff a lot of teams up. But you got to remember, imagine not seeing your family for a long period of time. I mean, for anyone that's ever gone on work trips, it, bro, it is so bad being away from just even the, just the normal like the normal everyday life that you live. You know, when when you're when you're away. F- doing something from work you don't have your car there you don't have your daily routines that you always do you're, you're kind of living in a, in a in a very alien kind of space you know you're in a hotel you're not really doing the same thing so i didn't i didn't expect them to be better i expected them to obviously lose their morale because they're not with their family and it's it's just the troublesome of being in a different place that you normally would be living every single day which is what players in sydney and in brisbane and you know and melbourne have the luxury, or maybe not Melbourne, but um, Brisbane and Sydney have the luxury of doing is they have the luxury of going back home, spending time with their family. And you see it every time. Players play their best when their personal life is going really well. The only thing I get from that that I'd agree with is that the NRL promised that their families could come and they couldn't get that done. So that's what maybe put them off a bit as well. Had they had maybe had settled that earlier on, maybe you'd see different performances like you said. But what did we expect but from the Warriors still. this year, though? Not much. No, but they've been smashed a couple of times this year, pretty pretty ridiculously. By the way, who who's the four players that are that are going back? Have they announced that? That that are Fusatua, uh, Mamalo. No, they're all but they're all named here. They're all named. That, that's like. the thing. That's what I'm. If they lose the two wingers, they are done. Yeah, they're like two of their best. I players. know Fusatua wants to go back, but hundred percent Roosters grade. B, B. <laughs> B. I don't know Just how ba- you got B. What the? Go, go, go. Explain. Wait, wait. Based, based on their potential, man. No, no, but 
They've had some cut, like that. That loss to the Raiders was concerning on the weekend. Yeah, but that's just okay. one week. We're talking about the whole half year. To go on off one I game, just, I, don't, I have such high expectations of the Roosters. Like we get glimpses of how good they are. There was like that three-game run where I said they're not going to lose a game for the rest of the year. You're burning because <laughs> your bold prediction didn't come true. And just there you know, go. The last three <laughs> weeks has been pretty. It hasn't been it's very unrooster like. Even Trent Robertson caught him out for conceding three plus tries every. They lost the Radley. They lost their backup so. lock as well. They lost Verrills. They lost uh, yeah a lot B of plus. players. Yeah, let's go B plus. He's got to go up a bit, but they're an A plus, bro. No, no, not A plus. I'll an A, an A. You've you got to consider the. But oh, this is yours. Well. This is yours, bro. Whatever. This is yours. Yeah, B plus. Um, for the game, quick. Warriors or Roosters? Roosters. 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 Yeah, Roosters. Uh, surely. Saturday night, 5.30pm, far out. Sharks, Dragons, Sharks, give me a grade. Sharkies? Sharkies. I'll give them a C. I don't know if I expected anything from them this year, but if you look at their lineup with Moylan, they did have some, they did, Moylan was injured, but you just expected more from them as a team. You know, they have they have good forwards. They bought Sean Johnson a couple of years ago. They, have Matt, they bought Matt Moylan a couple of years ago. And it's just, you know, it's something that you'd expect them to mould together as the years went on. With, with for example, Sean Johnson, right? We're talking about him in regards to um, his game against, who they versed last week, the Warriors? Yeah. He turns up against the teams that are just playing terribly, right? And yeah. then when he comes up against a team like, you know, a couple of weeks ago, he played Penrith, nowhere to be seen. Disappeared, yeah. So it's, and, and I feel like that's uh, that says a lot about the whole Cronulla squad they, they're showing up against teams like the Dragons the Warriors the Bulldogs but when it comes up and even against the Bulldogs it was a tight game right but when it comes up to the, the, the teams that are showing you know they're playing much better throughout the year it's you know they, they are just really really subpar at that level so what did I say C mm. I'm going to stick with C yeah I agree with that C yeah around that pass mark for me Dragons C minus They've been very poor for the first half of the season, but the second half, I've been pretty impressed by them. I think Dufty's really starting to come into his own. So is uh, Lomax as well. I think he's a future future origin player. Great talent. You just think he's missing his hot. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways. Um, Shout out to Jess. We've also got uh, Ben Hunt uh, killing a, a hooker too. I, I think and also the, the, the halfback we doubted. Uh, Mr. Adam Kloon. Uh, I still don't rate him. Okay. No, but like uh, like sh- Shane Flanagan. Never rate, yeah. But you hated him. <laughs> he's got talking. I changed my mind on him. He's playing good. No, but Shane Flanagan's taken more of a coaching I've heard. Like he's working more in the attack as well. So that's, you can see the difference. Yeah, yeah. I, I think so. they're. I think they're keeping McGregor just so they can hire him. A second. Flanagan rate. for next year. Yeah. Is he? Is he back on the? Uh, Apparently he might is be he back. He might be allowed next year. So. Okay. I think that's what they're waiting I for. I thought the plan was for him to go back to Cronulla, though. Is he not allowed to go back to Cronulla? I think the fact that the son left, uh, think, I don't think he wants to go ah, back. Ah, that's correct. Sharks-Dragons this game. It's a tough game to pick. I'm going to go Dragons. I just said Sharks perform against the shitter team, so... <laughs> sharks? I'm going to say close one, but I'll say Sharks. Maybe Sean Johnson to hit a field goal. I think draw. I think a draw. Done. Gone to 90 minutes, huh? Saturday night, 7.30, Raiders, Rabbitohs, Raiders, they're going to be minus so far. They, they were, honestly, they were going to be a C minus, 
before the Roosters they game. They saved themselves this week. That Roosters game changed my mind. I wrote him off. How about how he got, he got that tip lucky because he forgot <laughs> the tip. <laughs> no, but I, I think they're, um, the problem is those players might not come back. Like the, the Hodgson's, uh, Simonson, uh, Horsbra. They're not going to ba- come back. They've got Bateman coming back though. I Bateman's been named. Yeah, he's been named in the reserves. So. players. Yeah, I'll agree with you there. What is it, B-minus you went with? B-minus, yeah. B-minus, I still yeah. think they're a chance. Um, Rabbitohs. C. Right in there. Haven't been too impressive. Um, disappointing at times. Yeah, they'd be lucky to get a pass, I guess. Yeah, it's a pass. I what think, do you reckon? Yeah, yeah I, I yeah, agree. There's, there's, they show glimpses. And th- they're still going to need time for Latrell to fully find his own there at fullback. Mm-hmm. It's, st- it's still a work in progress. Um, but... They've got the super coach. They've got all these players, but just not um, at the level they need to be right now. Raiders Rabbitohs is game. Canberra. Canberra. It's in Canberra, is it? It's is in Canberra, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I got Canberra, Canberra as well. Sunday afternoon, 2 p.m., Knights, Bulldogs. Uh, Knights, give me, a grade, uh, give me a grade for them. I'll give them a B, leaning towards a B+. Plus. <laughs> <laughs> the um, Knights fan. Yeah, look... Um, they got really, really lucky, I think, first or second week after the COVID. Uh, Penrith should have slapped them out of the park. Penrith fell asleep in the second half, and they got they got a lucky draw out of it. But yeah, no, look, the, other than the last three weeks, Knights have been playing really, really good football. They played terribly against Parramatta. I don't care what Tony says, Parramatta's defense. Regardless, no. regardless of you, their you defense. You've got to give credit to Parramatta's yeah, defense for putting them off. Yeah, but what did they, uh, like in that game, and all I saw I, was... I disagree. All I, I, I don't think Penrith played as bad as you made it out to be against Newcastle. Again, I think no, no, they the played bad in the second half. That good. Second half they played bad. I mean, think about yeah. it. They had they had um, oh, Connor no Watson. Penrith should have won that. But yeah. Credit to Newcastle for yeah. holding them out. I guess. Yeah, yeah. Uh, um, that's why I said Penrith played ter- like Penrith played had a bad second half. If they played a good second half, Newcastle wouldn't have won. Fair but enough. I'll, I will say. Wait, what's your rating? Have you? Given I gave them a, a B to a B plus around there. I will say that. When Parramatta and Newcastle played, Mitchell Pearce got caught dummying and going nowhere a, a few times. And their main play, for some odd reason, was just short ball to Guira, short ball to Fitzgibbon. And that's all they threw at Parramatta every single time. And the, ones, and the times that they did throw something else at them, they just poorly executed it. And, it yeah. w- and I didn't feel like it was a pressure on Parramatta because I think Parramatta played bad too. It was a really... The, the thing that decided that game was a quick tap from Gutho. Quick in tap Gutho. from Gutho and he, Gutho. And he gave it to Siva. And that, games that's what decided the game. But yeah, I'll give him, I'll give him a B+. Plus. I think the Knights defensively have been really good. That's going to hold him in good stead. But attack... Ponga has been asleep for the last... Attack, they other gotta, last week. They've got to get him in They can improve, but they'll improve in attack, right? No, I think Ponga's killing it this year. Um, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Ponga, over the last three weeks, I feel I th- like... I think uh, no, he's no, been... Last week, he was okay. He was good. Uh, other than that, three weeks ago, what did he do? Can I just... Uh, double check the past three weeks but from what I've seen I feel like he's been a lot more busier than I think defensively he's good defensively he's been doing a lot of work yeah yeah especially like we said last week his positioning within that last five minutes to shut the Rabbitohs kicks down um, I guess that proved the difference in the end and he's just he's getting more busy that was my main issue with Ponga he seems to zone out of games when um, I guess the forwards aren't making the hard the hard yards for him but He's turned the corner this year, I guess. I feel like he just hasn't been taking on that line and throwing that cutout ball that we know him for. If there's any game to get your confidence back, it's against the Bulldogs. And is anyone going to tip the Bulldogs? Because I'm not. No. Rubbish. They'll, they'll try hard again, but they won't. I no, don't no. know. I no, mean, I 
They weren't that bad last week. So <laughs> it's at no. Newcastle, 2 p.m., sunny day. Like, I'm going to go with the Bulldogs. Sky, bro. I like it. Last game of the round, Titans-Panthers. Um, Titans, oh. grade. Queenslander. Um, I'm going to go E. Oh, is it, is it yeah, e yeah there's an E, yeah. Is there an E? There's an E. I don't I know. I don't think there is. I think it's D E's. and then it's F. Nah, just give him an E. Go. Yeah, I'm going to go E. <laughs> Can we fact check that? I don't think there's E's. E's for excellent. No, I, I think at L school they skipped F. It was too harsh to give an F, so they're Australians like, trying to go to the American grade system. Yeah, but E for me, I uh, didn't expect That's much. That's a bit from, harsh, honestly. The Gold Coast. It's a bit the harsh Titans? for Gold Coast. They're you shit. Reckon? Like, they're not really good. But That's like, why I didn't give them. But they try hard, you know? Yeah. <laughs> um, Panthers, I'll leave it with you. Grade them. I just want to clarify something. Can I just highlight? Who did Titans, you? Who Titans, did $7. Bulldogs, $6. Brisbane, uh, $8. And Warriors, are $10. Yeah, go for it, man. Get on that multi. Imagine that. <laughs> I, I just want to clarify something, right? You you gave Parramatta an A, right? Yeah. Okay. I give Parramatta an A minus, and I give Penrith an A. But that wasn't your great to do. He gave him an no, A. No, I know You're that. Give I know that. A. But if I give an A and he gave an A, I feel like it's injustice. So give him an A plus. No, I can't give him an A. Plus. Why? Because they They're on top of they, the table. They lost against Parramatta and they showed a bad half against Knights. Cowboys a plus too. They almost got beaten by the Cowboys. But and we won. Cowboys were depleted. But we won. They were in Penrith. But you, you see, this is the thing. You give Parramatta credit for winning when they don't look like look like a good team. You got to against other Cow- teams. against a weak opposition like Cowboys, though. It's a, I guess it's a different story. Well, they lost to get against Manly. In Manly, depleted Parramatta outfit. Penrith <coughs> in Penrith. Uh, For me, different I, I, sides. I don't know. Two sides. Look, to the look. At the end of the day, look. Pa- just to clarify, Penrith I'm a fan of. I'm always a fan of the 27 district. Yeah, all right. Um, uh, it doesn't sound like it, but you've never been there in your life. Um, <laughs> he goes hey, there. He goes to get Starbucks. A big loss. Listen, big like, big outs. I just want to go big outs. Uppy and Dylan Edwards. Gold Coast That's have a chance. No. Oh no. It's at Gold Coast. Nah, it's just too inconsistent. They don't. They just. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know. <laughs> Pick him out. Uh, um, no one gives him a chance. No, look, nah. if, you, if you're going to talk about what we think sh- is going to happen, Penrith are winning every day of the week. But it's not unheard of for a team not to rock up and Titans for them to rock up and, and have a good game. I mean, we saw that this week with Canberra and... And, um, and Manly. And Roos- and Roos- um, Manly against Parra. I think Gold Coast can win. I think at home... There's always a chance. There's a possibility. There's always... Like, teams, teams show up and they have bad... At, like... They just have a bad game and then the other team has a good game. There's always a possibility, but sh- who should win? Pedroth. All right. Ball predictions. No, I don't know. He loves this. Yeah, you got anything for us this. this week? Any bold predictions? Yeah. Well, my bold prediction has to be uh, Bulldogs to beat Knights since I tipped them. Fair enough. I'm going to go... Bold prediction for this week? Can't think of one, to be honest. He's <laughs> the one that brought the topic up. He's <laughs> 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 like, bold predictions? Can't think of one. Um, power of 13 plus that was my my bold prediction I mentioned it before mm. I, I think that I'm just going to do a like a future prediction I think the Tigers will make the 8 fair enough yeah that's I fair that's pretty not uh, really that bold but that's fair oh. sure oh, they haven't made that in the past yeah they haven't made it in a long They've time they every every year I guess it's they could oh, I think they can make the 8 anyway thanks boys appreciate it the bass cheers bud Tony cheers mate see you next week